Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. So look, 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 you're not ready, you better get ready. And get your game face on. about to start mm. what up what up what up what up mm. what up what up fans back at it again another episode what up AT? fans this is kind of a special episode ain't it it is a special episode why is it a special episode let the fans know fans there's a couple of reasons why this is a special episode one it's draft uh it's not draft weekend the draft is in a week you guys when y'all are, the, the draft is in a week the NFL drafted in a week. That's a big deal for a lot of teams right now. There's a lot of teams yep. that need a lot of help. And so they're gonna get some some nice young men to help. But this is another there's another reason why this is a special um uh, special podcast because we are interviewing my friend, um, somebody that I went to school with. I even went to a rival high school of hers. Um and yeah, we've known each other for a couple of years. Not a couple. It's been longer than a couple. Uh, we really got to know each other in 2014. So however long that's been. Seven years. <laughs> seven years. We've known each other for seven years. Um, we went to the Sam Houston State University together. Harvard of the worked, South. Eat them up. Harvard of the South. Worked new student orientation together. Y'all, we interviewing my friend, Marissa Hill. Come on. And so she's going to talk about the draft. She is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. So I know, I know, I know. Hey, I'm about it. So um, I I think it's going to be, this interview is going to be really awesome. It's going to be fun. Uh, And yeah, we're just going to go in on, on what she believes the Dallas Cowboys should do. Um, We're going to see if we can get her to talk about some, some other things too. Like we're going to, it's going to be mostly draft talk, mostly Cowboys. Um, But we're going to, we're going to see if we can get her to talk about some other things like the NBA and things like that. Um, But yeah, she is, she is very knowledgeable about sports. So we thought we'd have her on. And so y'all could hear somebody else's voice other than ours all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and fans, this, take this as an opportunity. If you have, so if you have friends or, or, or if you yourself, if you enjoy talking sports and okay. And you don't run on pure emotion, like, yes, some emotion needs to be in your sports takes, but if you yeah. also have like your logical in your picks, like, I don't want to hear from a Cowboys fan that they're going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Like, the, okay, let's be realistic. Okay. Realistically speaking, what are the Cowboys? What are, what is a realistic expectation? If you can give me that and, and, and not run on emotion and those kinds of things, or if you have a friend like that, you're like, man, or, or even if you know someone else who has a sports podcast and you think, Hey, I think y'all would be great. If y'all collabed, let us know on Instagram. We'll collab. We'll collab. You know, let us know on Instagram. We'd love to collab with some more people. Um, but 
I just gotta say it, man. If you are a Cowboys fan, this out on you. This out on your cow. Just uh, if you're a Cowboys man. fan, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I, but no, we're going to have her on. It's going to be great. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey. I'm in enemy territory, fans. I'm an Eagles fan. Oh, I'm outnumbered for the first time on this podcast. Yes. Yeesh. Yes, you are. Here's the thing, man. We should just get into it. Let's do it. All right. We have a very special guest with us. Yep. Our draft episode. And um, she's our draft expert. She's our draft expert. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marissa, why don't you why don't you tell them who you are, introduce yourself a little bit, uh, and then I'm gonna tell the people why you are here. Ooh. Well, as you said before, my name is Marissa. Uh, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Been Hello. one since been one since 2006 so going into my 15th season but overall I'm just a big sports fan um I don't know if I call myself a draft expert but well I'll pretend like I am today <laughs> come on yeah, it's you know they have Mel Kuyper's uh mock draft we're gonna get Marissa's mock draft um, <laughs> come on. no okay so Marissa here's the thing I didn't know we so me me and Marissa we went to Sam together uh, so that means Cody, you also went to school with Marissa at San yes. Houston State University. Um, I, I do vaguely remember his face. What? I don't know names, but I don't forget faces. Come on, come on. We used to work orientation together. Me and Marissa did two years orientations, new student orientation. Um, we started. I think you did a year before me, right? We didn't start at the same yeah. time. You yeah, did I did. A year before me, and then you were my boss my second year. Um. <laughs> So look, here's the thing. I've, I've, me and Marissa are friends naturally on social media and I see her post these different sports questions and like these different sports thoughts. And then I'm just like, oh, how come I didn't know this when we were working together that you were in the sports like you were now you went to, you went to Groveton too, right? Yes, I did. So, and I, you so went I just, to Centerville, so I, I saw you around. I know. I know. So me and Marissa actually have been around each other for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it. Didn't know it for the first, like, years of our lives. But anyway, here's the thing. So Marissa has a very um, – she has a very astute knowledge of the – of um, of sports, and especially football. So we're going to get right into it. You're a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, Marissa. Boom. And the draft is coming up. Yeah, Cody's an Eagles fan, so we can we can take. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, oh disgusting. That's disgusting. But as long as as long as we don't get a guest on here that's like a Giants fan or a Washington football team fan, I can Which live I, with, I can I live with Cowboys. Ahead, I need them to go ahead and pick a mascot. Like, oh, okay, I'm, come on. I'm with. I'm you. really really bothered by that. <laughs> Yeah, I can't keep calling you the Washington football team, but I think I think here's the thing. I think they're petty, um, and so <laughs> I think they're petty. gonna. I think they're gonna make people. They was like, "You made us change our name. We gonna make you wait." <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, nobody made them change their name. I mean, with all the the waves about social justice and discrimination and trying to right those wrongs, which you could never right all of the wrongs that have been committed in the, in this, in, in our society's history. I mean, 
I don't know. I just, I get why they did it. I understand. But at the same time, I can't see what else they could name that football team and it be, and it makes sense. That's fair. Like, are you going to name them the Washington Cherry Blossoms? Like, No, they better not. <laughs> you got some sick unis with that, but they better not. <laughs> you can't, like, Cherry Blossoms. They, they can't yeah. be anything else. Like, you can't be the Nationals. You can't be uh, a 76er in reference to, like, you know, his history. Like, what else can they be? I don't know what animal is, they you know, named. The Revolutionaries. Ooh, that that's a lot. Some- that, that is a that's lot, a, but but that's mm. close to the Patriots almost. That's true. Yeah, I did. See I did somebody, see one that said oh. the Red Tails or something. Yes, like that. like that's Red what Tails. I was say. Um, and I mean that looked kind of cool, but I was like the Red Tails, like Look, like foxes. No, they were. <laughs> that's the, weird. They were the Airmen, I think. I Tuskegee Airmen. World War. Yeah, the Red Tails. Wait, were they? Were they the Red Tails? I didn't think they were the Red Tails. No, I yeah, man, my history is blanking now. But yeah, I thought the red tails was cool because I saw the uniforms and I thought like you go from like um, kind of a um, racist name, not my words, but was just that was the complaint, the you know, into a, a a non you know racist but celebratory name. I think I think yeah. it'd be cool. Anyway, but I think they're also kind of petty because they're they're. Um, their um their sponsors was getting ready to leave them and stuff. They're like, all right, all right, all right, we'll change our name. But they're gonna. Take I mean, that's time. not petty. I mean, across the league, money money talks and foolish talk. and foolishness walks. So, except if you, um, you know, are the Dallas Cowboys and you go eight and eight all the time. Marissa, here's the thing: my, my Dallas Cowboys be struggling, and we have so much hope all the time. Marissa, tell us why we should have hope as Dallas Cowboys fans. Or tell I'll tell all the, the Cowboys non rooter fours. I don't know what to say. Non fans. There you go. The haters. The, I, I don't want to call them haters. No, they definitely there are haters because people there's no in between for Dallas Cowboys fans. Either you love them or you hate them. You've never met anybody that's in between. Which is why I believe they're America's team. But I'm in between. A, I'm gonna be real. A, I'm in between. That's fair. That's because you because I, that's because we're but, good friends though. We're we're, I, we're best friends. So. Well, no, I I hate them because they're in my division. If they were in my mm. division, wouldn't have an opinion about them. Could not care less about them. <laughs> but because we are, you hate them. So that well, yeah, because because they're our because they're our rival. Like so, it just comes with the territory because they're our rival. You. you know what I mean? But I don't care about them. That's fair. Look, give so us hope, give us hope, Marissa. Why why should we have hope this season? Okay, well, first of all, before I even fully answer that question, I just want to say that we have the best fan base in professional football. Um, I think that Dallas Cowboys fans are always, always optimistic year after year, you know, whether it's eight and eight or whether it's 12 and four or, you know, like a, a six and 10, whatever. I think that we're an optimistic group. Um, we're not fair weather, which I can't say the same for some other groups. I'm not gonna call that's, names on here though. That's fair. That's fair. We are we are diehard. We are not fair fair weather because it mm. hasn't been fair weather in a long time. <laughs> Fans, so if y'all I, are upset at her take right now, you can't handle the truth. That's it. I don't want to <laughs> hear it, man. So I will say that, but reasons why I think we should have hope. Um, I think that finally some of the big wigs in the organization have realized that it's time to go in a different direction and it's time to stop taking these L's so often. Um, and hopefully when, as the draft approaches, you know, the Jones family will invest in 
the defense. I've been saying our defense is terrible since probably 2009. Um, yeah, that's that's real. Yeah, like so. Hopefully, they make the investment there. I was really excited to see them hire a new DC during the off season. Some people say Dan Quinn is not the answer. I disagree. I would like to see what the man can do because he can't be any worse than who just left. And he's so he's so irrele- he's so irrelevant. I forgot his name. Um, that's that's fair. It's hard to be worse than. Well, I guess they weren't last. That they well, were dead last, but well, I think they finished twenty eighth in team defense. Well, there's only there's only what thirty two no. NFL teams. Yes. Come on now. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to be. It's hard to be that. Um, I yeah, Dan Quinn is interesting. Um, why why are you so why do you want to see what Dan Quinn can do? This um, is the man who single who pulled together the Legion of Boom in Seattle. And before oh, anybody tries okay. to come for me, they can say, Well, y'all don't have Legion of Boom athletes, y'all don't have Cam Chancellor and Earl <laughs> Thomas. Cool, I got it, but. <laughs> Those players were developed. They didn't come to him like Earl Thomas as we knew him. It didn't come to him as Richard Sherman as we knew him. Those players were developed. And I think that as long as we invest in the draft and, you know, they I, they made trades throughout the throughout the offseason, I think as long as we invest and put time and effort in, into the new blood that comes onto the team, I mean, we may not see it in 2021, but I think that we could see it in the years to come. So um, that's, that's why I would like, that's why I'm excited to see him. I, I don't think he's lost his touch from Seattle to now. Now, okay. some people, an, another group of people are going to come after me and say, oh, but he was a head coach in Atlanta. And he was horrible. Not every DC is a head coach. <laughs> that's, that's, there you go. That is true. That is true. Let me ask you this, though. Do, are you nervous about the fact that the Falcons have blown? some really big leads and some really key games. I mean, 28 to three in the Super Bowl and they lost in the second, they lost that Super Bowl in the second half in overtime. I mean, your Dallas Cowboys came back from down really, really big against them last year and beat them yes. the 40 to 39. So yes. like, does that, does that like make you a little nervous that like that, or, or are you sitting and you're like, well, Dan Quinn wasn't the defensive coordinator. He was the head coach. So are you putting that more on Atlanta's defensive coordinator or more on Dan Quinn? I mean, honestly, no, it doesn't make me nervous. I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. We've all seen, I think we've all seen faux pas like that happen before. Um, and I will go on go on to say, like, no, he wasn't the DC. Um, but no, I, it doesn't make me nervous. Um, I'm not trying to live in the the seasons past. I, hopefully, we're getting ready to, you know, march into a different era. You know, the the Quinn era, not the again. I forgot his name because that's how irrelevant he is. Was it, was it Marinelli? No, they no, fired. No. He was. Chris yeah, they got rid of Marinelli. Yeah, they got Marinelli. rid of. Uh, I don't remember who the guy was. His name. He was bad though. He wasn't. Yeah, good. it was. Yeah, they got. They yeah, that man had had a a defensive coordinator job in like six Look, years. It's, I mean, um, no, it wasn't that we, he didn't. Um, it wasn't that. It wasn't that he didn't have a, a defense a job. It's just that he had never been really successful. Yeah, he just um, wasn't good at his job. No, yeah. not that's at all. Oh man, that's that's crazy to think about. Dan Quinn is okay. So fans, this will be a poll for us on Instagram. Is Dan Quinn, if if the the big wigs get behind him correctly, is Dan Quinn going to fix y'all's defense? What are y'all's thoughts? I actually am, am with you, Marissa. I think he's going to do a great job if they invest um, 
as much on the defensive side as they do on the offensive side. Um, if they give him the right tools and if they, if Jerry will just let him coach, let him do his thing. I think, I think they'll be fine defensively. I mean, Mike another Nolan. problem that the Cowboys, yes, there we go. That's how irrelevant he was. Like <laughs> he's had, he's had what five or six opportunities to be a DC at the professional level. He was not successful. He didn't have a successful campaign at any of those. And I'm just like, how do you continue to get these jobs, sir? Like, I'm actually really upset. That was the def hiring him was the definition of insanity. And we all know what that is to do the same thing over and over again, expect a different result. Why do y'all keep hiring the same man who's not giving anything? Like, it's not giving what it's supposed to have gave. Yeah. <laughs> so and you're paying him millions of dollars to have a bad defense. I could do that. To be yeah. mediocre. Sir, like yeah. that's not that's not what I need from you at all. Yeah. Um, but another, I think another issue the Cowboys have is obviously um, I think that Mr. Jones has his hand in all in every pot. And that's to me personally, to be honest, if we're talking about it, like as an owner, he's the owner, he's the president, and he's the GM. And as until he hires and they suggest to him or they make the move to hire an actual general manager. I think we'll continue to kind of be in this purgatory of like mediocrity um, because the general manager is a businessman and that's somebody who keeps up with college football, but it's also looking out for the ball club and in all different aspects of business, not just, you know, not just coaches, not just football, but things outside of that too. And I, I can't imagine that Jerry Jones keeps up with college football that hard. Um, and to me, it's just like, you have one of the most lucrative, uh, franchises in the NFL, be the owner or and president. In the NFL and sports. Yeah, like, just in, in general. general. Sports I think, world in general. I think okay, were the yeah. Yankees they were are the five only on the one. list, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, five? So, I think they're fifth on the list right now. So, in general, you have one of the most lucrative uh, franchises in that's recognizable in professional mm -hmm, sports. For sure. As if you're the president and the, the owner, like just sign checks, smile and support your support your people you don't have to be you don't have to have your hand in every pot because it's not it's not working i think we saw how that failed for the texans um with uh, bill o'brien being the head coach in oh, the gym bob. which again with, with bob is two different to me two two very different things oh yeah so hopefully we get to that place but we may not but outside of that um as i feel like as long as dallas addresses the defense this year and progress and makes make strides toward getting better i feel like we could be we don't have to be a middle of the road team i don't agree with you because i feel like there were some games that we lost last year like the game in pittsburgh we could have won if we'd have had andy dalton but there's also some games that we could have won that if we'd have had not you know one of the worst defenses in the league we probably like the cleveland browns game we were in that game and we had put up numbers like we were in that game late. We were down three, I think, with three minutes left. Where was the defense? I don't know. How did OBJ run a 40-yard touchdown off of a reverse that was almost blown up? I don't know. They were gone, gone fishing. They were gone fishing. That's what they was. So here's the thing. You've mentioned a lot about defense, so I know that you want us to address that in the draft. Here's my real question, though. I mean, here's another question. I've had a lot of real questions. Here's another question. <laughs> If Jerry Jones goes Kyle Pitts at number 10, or if he or if he trades up, because I don't think Kyle Pitts will last in number 10, but if he trades up to get Kyle Pitts, would you be upset? 
<sighs> no. Um, okay. Okay. No, actually, I wouldn't. At this point, I'm all about doing anything and all things to to better the team because there's no reason that Dallas should be so lame um, or as lame as they have been in the past That's couple fair. years. So at this point, I they could trade up to number one to get whoever they wanted. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> like, let's just. Let's just pull. Let's just get some. Let's get some talent on the field, and let's be. Let's produce something this year. Let's not. Let's not let the season hinge up on. Which a lot of last year, last season was Dak was injured, so hopefully he'll. Obviously he's coming back, but hopefully he'll be back at himself because he can't. He can't save every game by himself. Like it's cool to throw for three and four hundred yards. That's great, but like, what is that? And you get. And you taking L's. He's still taking L's. Yeah, like like really yeah. big ones. Yeah, and and I think I think to your point about Dak. Yeah, he was throwing for three four hundred yards, but Anthony, we would have to go behind the numbers on that and just see like, Ooh. and you know what I'm saying? Just see like, yeah, he's throwing for three four hundred yards, but is it out of necessity, or is he throwing for three three four hundred yards and getting big leads for Dallas? And then they're able to run the ball, or or is he throwing for this much because he's having to throw the ball more because they're down in these games and they're trying to come back, and you can't really run the ball and try to come back all at the same time, depending on who you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Like you run the ball in spurts when you're trying to make a comeback, but for the most part, you need to be moving the ball down the field. And oh, he and, was definitely, you know what I mean? Oh, he was definitely throwing out of necessity. Uh, if you watched any handful of the games, like yeah. I, <laughs> oh, him yeah. and him and he and Zeke are not. I'm not telling you they're not great players, but like they, they're not what they were in 2016. Like you know, they destroyed teams. Like we destroyed teams in 2016 because I yeah. feel like people weren't ready for them. But you know, it's like okay, people have had a few seasons to watch y'all, and they know y'all's tendencies now. Like, what are we doing? Let's present something different. Yeah, they're they're kind of figuring it out. So, so Marissa, let me ask you this: with the draft, um, and with everything that you said, Cowboys are sitting at number ten. Um, what would be your ideal scenario for that pick? Um, honestly, probably with hopefully we could get Kyle Pitts at 10. Mm-hmm. I would be, I would be very excited about that. I don't care to see, um, Dallas really focus on like offensive players, which is something we've done a lot over the past few years, which last year was fine because we got CD Lamb and I think that he's going to be great for years to come. Um, I'm okay with that. But now, like, it's really time to address where we're hurting it and it's defense and offensive line by that, oh, on top of that, too. Okay. So so you're thinking, like, a, like Patrick Sertain out of Bama or um, the – what's the guy from Oregon, the O-lineman, um, Panay Sewell? Oh, man. Yeah. I would love to get a Panay Sewell, man. That would yeah, be – Yeah, something like that. Like, okay. and, you know – and, you know, some people – sometimes, you know, some of your offensive linemen don't always go really high. But, like, you know, as long as we can get somebody solid in there and really build around that, I think we'll be fine in the future. But, but you know, yeah, that's what needs to be addressed now. Because once – it was just a few years ago, Dallas used to have one of the best offensive lines in the league. And yeah. now mm-hmm. now we've had people retire. We've had people get hurt. And yeah. injuries have been a big problem for the Cowboys the past couple of years. Um, so, to me, in my mind, I think it's just time to get some new people in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I really love Sean Lee, but I, has, did he ever play a full season over the past five years? <laughs> man, that's what I think bugs me the most. It's oh, like on man. paper, we got a, a, a squad on paper. Like we should be competing for chips. 
And then, especially on defense, man, you look at them boys and you're like, yo, uh, Lawrence and um, uh, uh, um, what's that? Jalen Smith and mm-hmm. Van Der Esch. And then Sean Lee. Sean Lee, when he was playing, it was him or Luke Keekley. Like, yeah. that's the conversation that Sean Lee was in. Like, who's the best linebacker in the league? It's either Sean Lee or Luke Keekley, right? And we already know one of them is gone. So, um, yeah. it's just like- yeah. Man, he couldn't stay healthy, and that's and that's a bummer. Now he's, I think he's in a good role for the amount of like, like he's gonna be third, not third string, but he's gonna be like rotating in with those guys, um, helping them grow. Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, I think that I think that's gonna be really good because he gets to take that leader role, but he's not in a full game taking all those snaps and all those hits. But he still gets to play, show them guys how to work, show them guys how to do it. I just wish he could stay healthy. I yeah. really do. Uh, he was definitely somebody I w- would have wanted to see more so. But like I said, injuries hurt us. And then, like I said, it hurt it hurt me to see Leighton Vanderish last year, too. Yeah. I, I really, he was hurt, too. I'm a, I'm a Vanderish fan, you know. But um, hopefully we can be – and some of that's tied to, like, you know, COVID and people not being able to practice and not being able to do full OTAs and all that kind of stuff last summer. So hopefully um, we can have a sense of normalcy this year and, like, we can see, like, a – like a whole, like a good full off season, and like a, we saw a full football season, but still, like it was weird because yeah, COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's fair. So, uh, so give us your prediction. What do you got for the Cowboys? What What do you think their record will be? Playoffs? No playoffs? Real, realistic, realistic. Not not what your heart wants, but what you like. Realistically, looking at the roster, what you think um, is realistic expectation for the Cowboys this year. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you two different ones here. So okay. the bottom, the bottom end of my realistic expectation, I could say, because um, I kind of, I've seen the schedule, not the dates that they play, but who the teams will play, will play against. I'm gonna say, eight and eight, just to give, Dan, you know, Quinn and whatever, whoever they add to defense, time, you know, okay. to pull themselves together and. In the event, you know, that anything happens or that it doesn't come to full fruition this year, I'll say eight and eight on the low end. But on a good end, if they get in there and they really get it together, mm-hmm. I'll say 11 and five and division champs. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Here, here's the thing, Marissa. You have to add one more game because they're playing 17 games this year. Oh, I forgot about that. I, I know. don't like that. I, so eleven and six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seventeen games. I think is like, is like. I don't like that. I can't decide if I'm just like becoming an old person and don't like change, or <laughs> you know, like not an old person in like life, but like, like you know, like sports people, because like the NBA is doing this thing where they're doing the play-in tournament, and then the NFL is adding a game. It's like when. You know, ever since I've been watching the NFL, it's been 16. What's wrong with that? You know, <laughs> back like, in my exactly. day, you made the playoffs at 12 and four. <laughs> so now it'll be 18 weeks because you have to add in the buys. Yeah, so, that's a oh yeah, man. So is, is the season gonna start earlier now? Um, they're know. doing away with I think they're doing away with a preseason game. Yeah. So the regular season will start earlier. Okay. Well, I, I, I can see it. Um, yeah, so just add appropriately to my to that i forgot i've completely forgot about that but uh yeah. appropriately to the yeah. loss of the win column 
Yeah, are you thinking they'll, they'll win. win 12? Or yeah, to the win. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, get an extra 12. dub. Okay. okay. No, add 12, 12 and 12. Okay, so they'll get 12, drop five. on the. That's on the high end. So the boom pick is 12 and five. The bust pick is nine and, nine and eight. Yes. Okay. I mean, now, I, I think that's if I'm wrong. It is to me. If I'm wrong, I'll stand. I'll stand on that. You know, that's okay. Yeah. Um. But um. Hope you're wrong on the higher end. I hope it's like thirteen and four. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be really nice. But um, you know, I I feel like we can pull that energy back from 2016. That twelve. That twelve and four squad. I like that. I I, I keep hoping we'll get back to Man, that. Man, it was twelve and four, and we had won a playoff game, and Aaron Rodgers had to go be Aaron Rodgers and do something amazing. Right? That was people. 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 Okay, people talk bad about the Cowboys, and I get it. I get it. You can't go eight and eight three seasons in a row, lose the division crown to each of the teams, you know, like a merry-go-round. Like, I understand. But here's the thing. 2016, we were about to beat the Packers. Dak Prescott had just – he had – it was his first playoff game, and they were – we were down – not we. I don't play. The Cowboys were down early, and the Cowboys were down early, and – Dak Prescott started to make a comeback. That team started to make a comeback, and we were leading. And then, I don't know, freaking Aaron Rodgers shoestrings a pass all the way on the sideline <laughs> on the opposite side, and then the tight end toe tips it, toe taps it right into the. I was just like, man, wouldn't this be the luck? Because that 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 like people like, oh, Cowboys hadn't made it to the NFC Championship game, and such and such. such. Well, that was it. That was. If, if we win that game like we're supposed to, that's the NFC Championship game the next time, right? In 2016. I don't know who we would have faced. Right. I can't and remember. I'm, and it's so upsetting because it's just like, that's that's the conversation piece every year. Y'all ain't been to the, y'all ain't, y'all ain't want to play out game. Y'all ain't been here since then. Y'all hadn't done this since whatever year. And I'm just like, ah, man. And then that was a rematch game of 2014. You know, Dez caught it. And he showed did catch it. Three years years later, he did. No, he caught it. He caught it that night, too. He caught it. He caught it that night, period. I'm going to stand on this. No, I agree with you guys. Maybe until the day I die. He, they say he had to do a football move. Anytime you catch the ball, they tell you to switch it to the hand towards the towards sideline. the uh sideline yep. if you look at that De- Dez, he catches it with one hand and switches it in the air that's a football move you can't not have control of the ball if you're not going to switch it in your hand he didn't bobble it he switched it came down and lunged my brain that's a football move i don't know why it wasn't a football move to anybody else but Dez caught it it's fine i mean i feel like that'll be that'll be a that'll be a conversational piece for Ever. 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 That's a Tom Brady Tuck rule. Forever. uh... Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers, the the good news for Cowboys fans is I think Aaron Rodgers has five years left in the league, five good years left in the league. He's the Cowboy killer. So soon he will be retired and y'all won't have to worry about him anymore. Um, He'll be on Jeopardy in five years. Something like that. Who is the cowboy killer? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) So I think, I, I mean, no, but good news is you guys are coming back. You get Dak back. Um, and if let's be honest, I'm not I'm not the guy that's like, oh, Dak is top five. I, I don't believe that. I think you can make the case for him at top 10. I think it's easier to make the case for him as a top 15 guy. 
Um, but you can definitely make a case for him as a top 10 QB in the league. So you're getting him back. And if he's, I mean, if he's 75% of what he was before the injury last year, y'all are in good position. And that's, I mean, I would say that's still a great player, right? Yeah. There. You're, you're still in good position. Cause even Dak at 75, I would put firmly in that, in that 15 to 17 range at 75%. And, and he doesn't I can't, need to be, you know, a hero, you know, with, with Amari yeah, Cooper, with CD lamb, with um michael gallup with zeke you you should you know and as long as they draft with those 10 draft picks as long as they draft some semblance of an offensive line they should be able to protect him and i think we should be in a good good spot and if Um, y'all fool around and get kyle pitts Man, for me, know. y'all would have for me, y'all would have the scariest offense in football. Would, but if you can't protect Dak, then or because Kyle Pitts, like who are you not throwing the ball to if you're throwing it to Kyle Pitts? You know, like I don't know. You got three really good wide receivers and a good wide receiving back. Like, well, so you just don't throw the ball to Zeke as much as often. You're like, hey Zeke, your receiving yards are gonna take a dip because we have this guy over here that's 6'4, 240 runs a four four, and he can stretch the field. And I'm gonna be that's real. Fair. I'm going to with you. You've kind of lost a step, so I'm not – And not run people over while he's doing it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not throwing you swing passes three yards behind the line. When I can hit this guy 30 yards down the field, and he's liable to moss three people. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Vernon Davis. Like – Yeah. That, that he just, just bigger. Yeah. <laughs> just but I'm definitely, I'm definitely on that train with you, Anthony, about, like, having an offensive line because I think that the Super Bowl proved to us how important our offensive line is. Yeah, oh, it man. did. There's no way in the world that I, I think I think the Bucks. I think the way Patrick Mahomes was playing, like you don't watch that game and say, "Oh, Patrick Mahomes was terrible." Sorry, mm-hmm. he's not the greatest that we thought he did. Patrick Mahomes was hitting cats in the face with the ball, and these boys were dropping it. And if he if he'd have had time to throw it even better. Just think about what would have happened if he'd had time to throw it. But he was running for his life, literally threw a ball horizontal to the ground. <laughs> and and it, still, it still made it to where it was supposed to go. Oh that was crazy. Hit homeboy in the face on the goal line. He dropped it. I'm telling you. So, Marissa, I don't know if you listened to our 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 episode immediately following the Super Bowl. But um, me and Anthony talked about it. And I laid out five plays for him that if the Chiefs receivers make those plays, the Chiefs, they they left, essentially they left 35 points on the field. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. you. Know. I can think I can think of several players my fault. Yeah. Like, well, well, so when I say five, I, I don't mean like five where it's like, oh, this was the first time. I mean five touchdown plays. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the one where Pat was parallel to the ground and rifled it 30 yards, hit the guy in the face mask, he dropped it. Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill dropped one that hit him in the face mask. Travis two. Kelsey dropped it. Oh, he dropped two. You're right. Travis Kelsey dropped what would have been a touchdown. And then there was mm-hmm. another one that Miko Hardman dropped. I yeah. in the end zone. Crazy. I just remember him getting spun down to the ground and him just launching it in the air. And it's at the back pylon of the touchdown. And if this man catches it, it's a touchdown. And I'm like, who is this man? I really hope this is what this is my hope. And I hope, like, it's up there with my hope for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl next year. I just hope it never comes out. That Patrick Mahomes is on like PDs or something. Like, I really hope that Patrick Mahomes is this good because I just feel like we need it, man. As a as a as a as an NFL, like you, like you, we, it it seems unbelievable that somebody could be that good. Like it it kind it like seems unbelievable. 
but like you look at him and it's like man i hope he's not like on pds or something yeah. <laughs> i and, want him to be that good like i want him yeah. to be it it, it I, seems I, unbelievable until you realize this man is from texas he's been doing ah, this he's been exactly. doing this since he was in high school on friday go. nights you know what i mean like we're built different <laughs> I love it. Like, we're, we're built, built different, different. Like, built it's, different. It's, it's just a thing man like no other state that I've ever been to and seen Friday night football games do they shut down the entire city, the entire town to go watch, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds run around and throw a brown ball around. Like mm-hmm. you don't see that in any other state. But in Texas, the, the a, only place that's open is a restaurant. And that's after the game. Yeah. And they're to capacity within 10 seconds. There's a church <laughs> for fifth quarter or something like that. Yeah. 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 Like we're, we're just built different in Texas. That's straight facts. But. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, I think that that showed us exactly how important the offensive line is because to lose, you know, some seasoned vets on the line or guys you've been playing with for a long time that know what they're doing, and then if you have to throw a rookie in there or throw somebody in there who doesn't play that that particular position and doesn't play on that side, like, it just – it it it's important, and I think we need to – that's another sore spot that we have to address because I can't – I don't, I don't want to watch that – throw four and 500 yards unnecessarily and like we're struggling to stay ahead in the game we're struggling to keep up like if yeah. you're throwing if you, if you if you're throwing for yards like Ted, like you should be killing people i agree i agree not getting I'm, killed not even a cowboys fan and i agree <laughs> <laughs> you know i hope you don't draft an offensive line so that our defensive line could just tee off that's Man, what you I know hope. the heat eagles are always hurt they're not gonna have a defense well, i mean line. we still have fletcher cox in the middle you know what <laughs> i mean like we still got some guys that can that can mix some things up all right marissa we have five minutes remaining on our time before it kicks us out on zoom <laughs> here's the thing here's my here's our last question unless cody has one um, i do have i do have one that's not football related at all but okay go, go ahead um is there anything sports wise that you would like to bring up right now that's been on your mind anything that's that's like grinding your gears or anything that you just want to highlight um this is your time is there anything in the sports world you want to highlight right now yes the brooklyn nets will not win the nba uh will not win the finals hot take okay i take you are you saying they won't win healthy or are you saying at all just or at all like you they will not not, they will not win the finals period oh hot Mm. take Ooh, let's go. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Are they gonna represent for the East? I have no. so many questions. They're not. Okay, okay. Who's you got the Sixers the- coming out of the East. There's so there's so much talent oh, on that side. You know, there's a everybody. Lot. There's everybody's hyping. Everybody's hyping Brooklyn, and I'm just like, cool. That's fine. I I'm a little biased because you know James Harden went to went to Brooklyn, and I don't think that James Harden is that guy. Um, we've all right. seen his body of work in Houston. Um, KD is KD. I mad respect for him. I loved him before. I'm not. A, I'm not like I'm not a Nets fan. I, I, I like. I do like KD as a player. You know, I loved him when he played for my team, the Warriors, which we got a ring before him. So I don't need anybody saying that we only got a ring because of him. Um, I, I ain't coming for you. I ain't coming for you. Seventy three and nine without him, right? Right. Um, Kyrie. Kyrie is Kyrie. Um, but obviously, I don't think. That they've all been on the floor at the same time, like and healthy for an extended period of time together. Um, but yeah, so my baseline is just that the Brooklyn Nets will not win the finals. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that take. So my last question, we got about two minutes left. 
what do you think about the NBA play-in tournament? My opinion is that's what a regular season is, is a play-in tournament. So why do we need to have a special tournament? That's my opinion. Um, what do you think about it? It's giving me, it's like, it's almost giving me NCAA tournament vibes. Mm. Um, you know, for those last, mm. those, those, those four to get into the field of 60, 68, then it goes to 64. Um, I mean, I'm with you on that, but I assume they're doing it just because of how COVID has changed so many things and how games have been canceled or postponed or whatever. So That's I fair. get it. I don't know that this will be a, a standing thing. So maybe it's just a COVID, a COVID thing. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know. I, the whole time I've just been like, isn't that the point of a regular season? It's a 72 game tournament to play your way in to the top 16 teams in, in the league. This man said 72 game tournament. I think it's going to be interesting. I'm not a Lakers fan, um, but to represent the West, if for some reason, if, if it is the Nets representing the East, which I hope it's not, um, and it's the Lakers representing the West, I'm not a fan of the Lake show at all, but I will be pulling for the Lakers, period. Yes. I, I, if it's the, if it's Brooklyn in the East and we probably should go, I won't even say it. I'll say it later. Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, <laughs> thank you all for having me. Yeah. 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 So, um, Hey, I'm glad you were able to get yeah. on here and uh, oh, yeah. share your thoughts about the draft and other yeah. stuff in sports. So yeah. appreciate you coming. Yep. Thank you for joining us. You could have been, I mean, you, I could have been at a barbecue. you could have been yeah. anywhere in the world and you decided to come and join our episode. So thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. You too. what up that was our interview with marissa oh yeah um yo we thank you thank you thank you so much marissa for joining our show today talking about the draft look yes. we have to finish this conversation though cody really quickly the nba yeah, we do. tournament i heard Man. you and marissa was saying but check this out come on i believe i i've been thinking about it and i think i don't know how i feel about it as a whole but i do think they're doing it the most fair way possible and here's the thing. Like, I know a lot of people like, if you make it 7-8, you should be good. But if you're going to do a play-in tournament, right? If that, like, I kind of think that too. But if you're going to be, if you're going to do a play-in tournament, no matter what, then I like the fact that 7-8 and eight play each other. And then it's not one and done. And then 7 and, uh, you know, 7 and whoever wins out of 9 and 10 has to play. No, I like that 7 and 8 play each other. And whoever wins, they're in. And then 8 or seven gets another opportunity to win, you know, against nine and 10. Right. So I feel like it's really is seeing who the best team is. So like, uh, I'm looking at the, like the East is the heat and the Hornets or the seven and eight respectively. And then I think it's the Pacers and the wizards. Right. So I'm looking at this, if the heat beat the, the Hornets they're in, and then the Hornets play, let's just say the, the wizards beat the Pacers then it's the Hornets versus the Wizards. Now we're going to see who the best playoff team really is. Now, I like this because it does give people an opportunity, like the Wizards. The Wizards had some injuries to, to Bradley Beal. The Wizards, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal hadn't played together ever, so they're just now getting, you know, they're getting it together. And then uh, I think uh, Hachimura, Hachimura, I forget how to say Rui. his name. 
yeah, you know, he was injured for a big part of the year. So he's back and he's playing, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I like the fact that the Wizards get this opportunity. And if mm-hmm. you're the person, like, go get it. You know what I'm saying? But it, at the flip side, too, you can you can see how the, it kind of hurts the Hornets because LaMelo Ball got injured. And, you know, and they're, they were fifth in the East. And now they've slid all the way down to eight, you know. And if they hold on for the eighth seed, should should the should the Hornets be able to get that opportunity to play for to get that opportunity to play in the in the uh, in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Like you see, so it kind of yeah. affects both people. But I do like that seven and eight get two times the win since they finish within the playoff bracket. They don't they're not just one and done. Um, so yeah. I, I I like the way if you're gonna do a play in tournament, I like the way. Uh, they have it structured. Now, I don't know what that means for drafts. So, like, the Wizards fin- finish 10, but if they get in and they're the eighth seed in the playoff, do they still hold their 10th standing? Or if they beat nine, does nine slide down to 10? And if yeah. they beat eight, do eight slide down to nine? Like, because then that's affecting your draft stock. You know, like, what what does that mean for, for drafts, you know, and, and things like that? Like, so it's going to be very yeah. interesting. I hope my Mavs get out of that tournament, uh, that play-in tournament, and hop into six because I don't want to see the Warriors. Like, I don't believe the Warriors can win a, se- a playoff series. Like, they're going to be a first-round exit. But could they'll they be win? a tough first-round exit, I think. Well, I, I think they'll be a tough exit. I think they'll be a – I don't know if they'll be a <laughs> tough exit for teams that are at the top, right? So, for the Utah Jazz that would probably be playing the Warriors, are they a tough exit? I don't really know, but for the Mavericks and the Spurs and the um, oh shoot, uh, why am I blanking? Um, there's the a, Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, yeah. So the teams Mavericks, that are in Spurs. the play-in tournament, yeah. For <laughs> them, I don't think they're a tough out. I think they're all equally matched. <laughs> and, so, and that's and that's fair. Based on record, us. they are. I pulled it up, so I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, based I on record, wanna, they are. I don't want to see Steph Curry, like, if the Mavericks so happen to lose against the oh, Grizzlies, no. you know, and they're looking at Steph Curry because the because they already beat the Spurs. Like, like I don't I don't want to see Steph Curry in a play and win a go home. Like, he's going to drop 50 and be like, bye, Mavericks. Like, I don't I don't want to see that. Like, and I know Luka could drop. Like, the other night, Luka dropped 40, and we still lost about 15. Like, that that's not good. Like, so in my – Yeah. I don't – I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't, so I don't want to see man. I don't want to see them. So I'm I'm torn about this playing tournament, and 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 so I'm trying to take my 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 fan bias out of it. You know, I know I always tell you stay fan, stay biased, but I'm trying to take my bias out of it because I want to give you know logical, fair takes. And I'm so I'm looking at the records right now, okay. And I think this is my issue with it. Let's say. So Miami plays Charlotte in the play-in game, in the play-in tournament. So this is as it stands right now. Let's say Miami was to lose to Charlotte, right? Mm -hmm. So then Charlotte goes to the seven. They're 28 and 30. My issue with that is the Heat are 31 and 28, right? But let's say Miami loses that game. They go to the the loser's bracket, whatever. uh, And then Washington beats Indiana. As it sits right now, Washington's a 25-win team. You know what I'm saying? But, like, let's say Miami just comes out and they just have a bad night and Washington beats them. Then Washington gets in. So, for me, it's like you're, you're kind of it, – it feels kind of participation trophy-ish to me. Where it's like, oh, you – because, okay, how many – there's 30 teams in the NBA, 15 in each conference. And it's like, oh, you 
you you're bad, but you're not so bad that we don't want you in the playoffs. <laughs> well, well, wait a minute. Then then what you ought to do is 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 not do a play-in tournament. You ought to, you know, to 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 quote my my co-host, those teams that didn't make seven and eight get better. Yeah, you just get better and earn that seven and, and eight. And I think it's hard because I agree with you. You can't make it. You can't make it fair for everybody. Like I think this is the because like like I think this this is the 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 chance to try and make it fair for those people who uh, who are um who are like had injuries in the early part of the year and are still trying to get back get in their groove but at the same time like what if the heat like what if jimmy butler goes down and you know yeah. they 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 you know that you know that i think you i think you 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 know you're robbing peter to pay paul you can't you can't make it fair and it's not supposed to be like who can take care of their bodies the best who can last yeah. 72 games i will say to your point, I do like the fact that they get two tries. So if the Heat have two, they are, the Heat, if they currently are in that seven spot, they would have to have two bad nights to not make the playoffs. Well, so that's what I like about it. Yeah, not necessarily, though, because, I mean, how many times have we seen, I mean, how many, think about, um, who was it, was it SFA a, a couple of years ago against Texas mm-hmm. in, in, the, in, in the tournament? Texas played great in that game. Texas played well enough to win, but a fluke half-court shot sends Texas home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what we're talking about is, like, the Heat, the Miami Heat, that yeah. has a veteran squad that got really good players on it, playing playing against a Hornets team that is not as good, that has more injuries, and, and a um, maybe a Pacers and a Wizards team that didn't even break 500. Yes, like man. you'd have to yes. lose two of those games. Yeah. And, and I don't think both of them are going to come down. Cause if both of them come down to half court shots, then that means the heat didn't play well enough to, cause the, cause at right now, as it sits, unless somebody gets injured, like Jimmy Butler or bam or something like yeah. we know that that team, the heat are better than those three teams. Like we, we know like Duncan Robinson, uh, Oh, um, Tyler Hero, Goran Dragons, Jimmy Butler, uh, uh, Bam Adebayo. Um, uh, yeah, that that squad is better. They got some more good. Uh, good yeah, players. yeah. Oh, yeah, Victor yeah. Olin Depot. Yeah, like, like th- we know that squad should not be. It should not come to a half court shot twice. You no, it shouldn't. Saying? But that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, let's say the game against Charlotte comes down to a half court buzzer beater, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, for whatever reason. It ha- let's say the heater up two, Charlotte gets the ball back. They inbound, couple of dribbles, pull up from you know however many feet you know, but it, it's on their side of half court. You know what I'm saying? It's not in in the half court, like it's on the other side of that half court line, and they happen to hit it, so the Heat lose that way. Cool. But then what comes? What happens if they come out the next night and they're just cold? You see what I'm saying? So I, yeah. for me, the play in tournament shouldn't include seven and eight. It should be just like the NCAA tournament where you have all of the seeds and then that last seed in each region, that's who you're playing for. So it should be nine and 10 play. And then they get a chance to play eight for that last seed. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I would, I would, it just, I think I like that. Like, cause I think, you know, eight is such a bubble team that like mm-hmm. it could go either way between eight and nine. The problem is it doesn't give eight two tries. Like, cause, cause in my brain, eight is in. 
eight is in. Like if you go back yeah. to the old way, it is eight is in, nine is out, right? And so, but like if you only do one game against um, eight and nine, like or eight eight in this scenario, eight and seven get two opportunities to to stamp their ticket to the playoffs. But in that scenario, the one you just pitch, eight only gets one opportunity. And maybe they're better and they don't have to play two games, adding on to the mileage on their legs and things like that. Yeah. But I, I think I think having them play one game and then I think it just great it heightens the opportunity for them to have a bad night. Like if they have like if seven has a bad night one night and eight has a bad night one night, but then they get to play again, they just you know fix fix the problem. And go get it, like you know, like you got you got one game, like mano y mano. Am I, mean, I better than you? Yeah, but so so, but that goes back to my previous point about the whole playing tournament. Anyways, yeah, seventy two chances. Yeah, to earn a uh-huh. seven seed or an eight hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah. And I get injuries, but injuries happen to everybody. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So look at the Lakers right now, right? If okay, had the Lakers not had any injuries, they have LeBron, they have AD. If they have their whole squad like fully healthy, they're probably looking at the the first or second seed. They're not the five seed in the West if they're completely healthy all year. They're not, right? But they're the five seed. But how is it that the Lakers squad lost their stars and was still able to get a five seed in the in the Western Conference, which everyone in the world still argues. I don't know if the gap is still super wide, but they still argue that the West is the most dominant conference in basketball. And I agree with that. I just, I don't, I think the East is kind of, is kind of closing the gap a little bit. Um, I think the East isn't so top heavy anymore. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it wasn't going to be until James Harden. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. But even then Brooklyn's still the two seed. But you know what I mean? Like the Sixers that's are still really good. That's because James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant has only played seven games with Look, each other. <laughs> but, but again, but again, and that's because of injuries, right? So the Nets have had to deal with injuries. Like yeah, every team true. deals yeah. with injuries, you know what I'm saying? And so, but that's the point of having a team. That's why, that's why I hate this era where it's all these superstars are concentrated on these couple of teams because then it's like, well, if those superstars go down, you haven't built the team around them. Look at the Warriors. Clay is hurt. And, and and they're a 10 seed right now. If Clay's healthy, they're they're probably they're probably a six seed if Clay's healthy or higher. I will say, I will say for the Warriors, their whole squad just retired. That's the problem. I mean, yeah. if you if yeah, you look at if you look at the too. Warriors, well, I don't too. know if they retire, but I just the Warriors team, the re- they were really great. They had a really great starting five, but they also had a really good bench. And yeah. Matt Barnes and Andre Iguodala. And they, I don't know if Iguodala gone. has retired, but they're gone. Like these guys yeah. that like came off the bench and, and made things like you know kept the game going. Like they they're gone. They they retired. Yeah, so, which which or, makes or, sense. Or, or not on the same team. Yeah, which makes sense. You know, because I but I mean that's the ebbs and flows of sports. Right. But, but that's my the- thing is. What happened to the next man up mentality, right? So the late uh, the reason I bring up the Lakers, LeBron went down and they didn't dip. The, LeBron and AD go down and you know they didn't hang their heads and say, "Well, there goes our season. Let's gear up for the playing tournament." They're like, "No, we st- we are we not in the NBA as well? Are we not good at basketball as well? Yes. Can we not yes. still win games as well?" Yeah. And and for the Lakers, it wasn't okay. Well, they went out and we were the three seed, so let's bust our butts try to get the one seed. Maybe it's let's keep our head above water until they get back. And then when you because, you know, when they get back, it's off and running. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I will say, too. With that team, the Warriors, 
that that are so like they're they're not what the Warriors used to be. Steph Curry did miss, I think, up to like I think I don't know. I can't remember how many games he's missed this year. But like he had a a, a nasty tailbone injury. This not nasty, yeah. but he like he had to sit out some games this year yeah. too. So those are like like if Steph Curry is your only bright spot and he didn't miss ten games, that's but, some ten. That's ten L. <laughs> but the thing the thing is is they're still twenty nine and thirty. And and to so to give you guys a little bit of context, fans, they're twenty nine and thirty as the ten seed in the West. The Spurs are twenty nine and twenty nine. The Grizzlies are twenty nine and twenty eight. The Mavericks are thirty two and twenty six. So there's not a whole lot of split there. You know well, what I mean? Thank the Lord, there is a whole. There's like four games in between us and the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there's a there's a lot there. But my that's my thing is if Steph doesn't miss games, where are they at in the seeding? Are they still the ten seed? I doubt it. No, yeah. Because Steph Curry is that good that we can we can probably say they would have a very similar they would probably be 32 and 27 if Steph doesn't miss any games. They're probably 32 and 27. Right. And and the Mavericks are 32 and 26. So the Mavericks will be the seven. Then they, you know, the Warriors would be the eight. San uh, San Antonio would be the 10. Memphis would be the nine. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is like I, I get what you're saying about well, you have two chances to punch your ticket. But, but here's the thing. You had 72 chances to punch your ticket to the dance. And yeah, you had injuries. Yeah, you know, X, Y, Z, you have variables, but that's sports. Like that's that's just a thing. And so that's why that's why we have training staffs. That's why we have, you know, this great people love to talk about and and we're not gonna get into the LeBron versus MJ thing like we always do, but we're just I'm just gonna bring it up real quick. People always say, what if what if Michael Jordan would have had all of the 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 science to take care of his body that LeBron has? How good would he have been? Oh, well, he was already great, so he probably would have been great. <laughs> like, okay, cool. The thing is, he didn't have that. But what did he do? He did the best with what he had. He took care of his body. How many how many seasons? How many games? Did Jordan miss due to injury? Not very many. You could probably count them on one hand, right? But even even if he went out, it was it's always next man up. It's always next man, and that should be the mentality of every team across any sport. I don't care what sport it is. If it's an, if it's not an individual sport, it should be next man up mentality. If it's not individual or doubles, it should be next man up mentality. And so, I don't like the well, you know, the Wizards dealt with injury. Cool. So did the Warriors, and they're still twenty nine and thirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I don't know. I'm just like you had seventy two chances to earn it. You are not. Oh. You are not kids okay. playing little dribblers right now. You are in the NBA making millions of dollars to put a ball in a freaking hoop. And and I don't care if your name is Kevin Durant or if your name is 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 Boban. You're getting paid to put the ball in the hoop. Bro. I can make a shot. I, I'm not saying I can do it in the NBA, but what I'm saying is you're no, in the you NBA for a reason. Shot in the NBA. <laughs> Like you're in the NBA for you a definitely reason. can make it a shot. In like, you were good enough to get to either get drafted or get signed by a team. And you had 72 chances to go out there and punch your tickets to the dance. Are you telling me you had 72 bad nights? Then guess what? You don't need to be in the NBA. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> but no, no, no. Check this out. Check this out, bro. Okay. Real quick. I just had to stop. You said, you said, what are the wizards right now? Well, no, what are the Hornets? The Hornets are 28 and 30. What are the what are the Warriors? The Warriors are twenty nine and thirty. Bro, what if what if the rule was the Warriors would be an eight seed in the East? Bro, what if the rule was what if the rule was if oh, if nine and ten finishes in one conference finishes better than your seven and eight? 
they get to take your spot. And so the Warriors oh, would like, and it doesn't have to be not like, it doesn't have to be a group thing, but the Warriors essentially, if they finish with a better record, which I guess, like say they finish a better record yeah. than the, um, than the Hornets, they would slide into that A spot and they would play, like they would be in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So oh, the Warriors bro. would play the 76ers one and they, I think, I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know how that would happen, but it sounds like that would, that would be, be awesome. So awesome. Well, Whereas like, well, the Warriors were not in the West, but because the East is so bad at the bottom, <laughs> we should still let them be in the playoffs. Well, okay. So you want to know what's crazy? The the uh, the Spurs are twenty nine and twenty nine. They're the nine seed in the West right they now. They are. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, all right, well, hey, Golden State, San Antonio, y'all got a one game playoff to get to the Eastern Conference playoffs. Here we go. You know, and, but hey, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, that would actually be fun. I think it would be so much fun. I think, I think it'd be like, awesome. We're not taking this this junk pin is out of the playoffs in the West, <laughs> but it would be in the would be an eight seed in the East. No, no. no. But you know what I also, what I've thought about, and I think me and you have talked about this before, not on the podcast, obviously, so that's why I'm bringing it up. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. But what I would love for the NBA to do, and I, truth be told, I'd love for the NFL to do it. I'd love for the MLB to do it. Like, I would just love for them to do it, right? In Because in the NFL, you how many playoff teams do you have? 16? Uh, in the NFL? Yeah. Uh, Is it seven? It's seven. So 14. So four, you have fourteen. Then they add one though. Shoot, now did they? I thought they. That's what. So I thought they it used to be spot. twelve. So did it used to be twelve? Okay, and then they yeah, added it used to be twelve seven. because yeah, one yeah, and yeah. two used to get a buy. Now yeah. only one gets a buy. Yeah, um, so, so it's, it's 14. fourteen in the NFL. It's um, sixteen in the NBA, and I don't remember what it is in the MLB. I think it's because you have a play in. So I want to say it's there's two, four, six. I want to say it's eight. Yeah, because you go, you go divisional, and then you go, yeah, you go NLDS, NLCS, World Series. So you play three rounds if you don't have to play the play-in. So they take eight teams in the MLB. You know what I would love for them to do? And and I've said this to a few people, and they're like, no, that'd be dumb. But it's because, you know, I think I think people are kind of setting their ways with sport. I think it's, like so you it's, said. I just looked it up. It's 10. 10 teams. It's 10? In well, yeah, MLB. because you have you have two play in, okay. like two play in games, and mm-hmm. then it's it's four teams on each side, down to two, and then down to the final two from each league they play in the World Series together. Right? Is that is that what the bracket looks like? I don't know if you're looking at a bracket or not. Uh, no, I wasn't looking at a bracket. They were, um, but they that's what they yeah. It, that's what it is. I okay. Looked, yeah, it wasn't a bracket. It was just like words on the internet okay so but what i'd love to see is for all of these professional leagues i don't know how mls does so i'm not going to talk about them uh, even the nhl however many teams they take in the playoffs doesn't really matter do away with conferences do away with the nfc the afc do away with the nl and the al do away with all that stuff and you take the 16 best teams if you're in the nba you take the 14 best teams in the nfl you take the the 10 best teams in the mlb you you do away with divisions you do away with all that stuff mm-hmm. right and, and, and when I bring this up to people, they're like, oh, what about the Cowboys and Eagles and that big divisional rivalry? You really think Eagles fans are going to stop hating the Cowboys? You really think the Cowboys are going to stop hating oh, the Eagles? you think about doing away with conferences and divisions totally. Like, Yeah, so just totally. And then you just play, right? You play whoever's on your schedule. And at the end of the year, you take the top. If you're in the NFL, you take the top 14 teams. And obviously you have to do some things like what happens if the Cowboys and the Eagles both go, you know, now 12 and 5? 
Well, okay, then you look at did they play head to head? Great. Who won the head to head? Whoever won that, boom, yeah. they go. You know what I'm saying? Like, do away with 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 the conferences. We don't really need the conferences. Just take the best 16 teams, put them out there, and say, hey, who's the best hooper? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with doing away with the conferences, or maybe and, keep divisions. And, and maybe divisions, keep divisions because, again, like you said, like they who the winner of the division, which I I don't think they should get a home playoff game because you know whatever but i do think they if you win your division you should get a playoff game like i i, yeah. I think like not a home one but you should be in the playoffs because yeah, you shouldn't get a home you, one because the washington football team should not have hosted a playoff game last year yes but you you <laughs> you you know or the seven and nine seattle seahawks but you do get the opportunity to to because you because you won your division i think so but i will say in the in the in the playoffs once you get into the playoffs right I do think it should be no like conferences. Like you can keep all the divisions and conferences up for the regular season. So you can know, you can, you can still have the criteria of who would make it into the playoffs. Like yeah. you still want to have that criteria, but as soon as it get in, no holds barred. Like, like if, if the Kansas city chiefs are number one and they were the best team and you know, they have to play the, the, the Cardinals who were just made it into seven. Okay. So be it like, I mean, I guess, I guess they would get one and two and still get the buy or whatever, but I just, I just, yeah. I do, I agree with you, especially in the NBA. Let's do one through 16. Like let's not do like, let's not do, you know, one through eight here and let's beat each other up. Let's do one through 16 and see yeah. who, who emerges. I, and I, I actually like that idea. I've even thought about it further as far as the NFL goes. Cause I, I, the way the NBA's divisions are is kind of weird to me. So I'll have to go and do a little bit more research. So for our next episode, chat, chat, whoo, that's from the stream. That's Sorry, from the guys. stream. Hey, what stream? What stream? What is that from? Uh, yeah, streaming on Facebook and Twitch. Um, Achilles, A C C K I L L E E S. Um, come check me out. I am live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, sorry. So, yeah. So that's just habit from, from my streaming. Uh, but fans, here's the thing. So I'll do some more research on that. And the next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about the NBA and what it would look like for them to do away with divisions. Because this is what I thought about for the NFL. Right now in the NFL, there's an AFC East, there's an AFC South, AFC North, AFC West. There's the same thing in the NFC, right? So what if you took the NFC East and the AFC East and you just merged them? You do away with conferences, but you just merged those two divisions. So then you have the Eastern Division. Then you have the Southern Division. Then you have the Western Division. You have the Northern Division. And then, so that makes up eight games. Right, because then it's eight, it's eight teams in that division. Could we right? then agree to move Dallas to the south? Yes, I would one hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> and because I, for me, Carolina needs to be in the east. Yeah, it just makes more sense for Carolina to be in the east than it does for Dallas. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, and, and I'm just thinking to myself: Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, what, what's the other team? Uh, Tampa Bay. Like all of those teams are in the south. Now I yeah. know Tampa Bay is east, but you know, like. Yeah. but I just why are we playing the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, and, and the, the Washington uh, Football Team? Washington, everybody's north except for Dallas. Except for Dallas, that's, that's a whole nother argument, bro. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I, the only reason they're there is because of the the historical divisional rivalries. I think I just hey I, in my in my mind, if we're gonna do East, North, uh, North, East, South, West, I'm down for that. I would love to have. To play the Saints and the and the Falcons and yeah. the, it and depends. The Falcons are probably more east than they are south, but whatever. Well, they're I mean, in Georgia, so they count as the south, you know. Yeah, but 
you know, it'll be but, fun. but yeah. And so that's my thought is you just do away with, with the AFC and the NFC and you just have your divisions North, East, South, West. Right. And yeah. so then what you do, that's eight teams. Okay. And if you're just going to take the top 16 teams, that's eight teams per division, or, and you're taking the top 14 teams, right. There's still mm-hmm. four divisions, right? So you take, so the champions of each division, boom, 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 boom. The Western champion, Northern champion, Eastern champion, Southern champion, they're all in. They're into the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. if you win your division, that means you had a better record than the other people in your division. Yes. Makes sense, right? Makes sense. And, then, and then you look at, well, okay, now outside of the top four, we, we're looking for best, the, the next best 10. That's who we're looking for, the uh-huh. 10 best. And if, if, if seven of them come from one division, well, sucks to suck other divisions. Y'all need to be better. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind yeah, of my thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but that's what I'm thinking is like you do away with the conferences, keep the divisions, merge the like divisions. So NFC East, AFC East becomes one division. And so then that division would be Eagles, Giants, football team, Cowboys, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. Right. And let's say the Bills win that division. They're in. And then let's say the Cowboys have the second best record in that division. Cool. And so so what seed do they get? You look at all the other divisions. Great. I think it creates competitiveness because yeah. if, if you lose to the Eagles, it's like, okay, cool. We'll just play them in a few weeks and we'll get them the next time, you know? But and, you're going to get and one it, shot. And, and it creates a robbery, yeah, but you get one shot. And you get one shot against a bunch of different teams, which mm-hmm. you can test your your how great you are. It's not like out of a 16-game season, it's not six games uh, against um, – against your the people that you're going to play twice a year it's it's now you got eight games in a 17 game season that's against or i guess it would be seven games but yeah. against opponent that you're only going to see once but it's a it's a wider variety of opponents it's not yep. it's not like yeah okay well eagles or the cowboys were bad you know the second week of the season they're still bad this and, let's go see who can <laughs> pillow fight it up for yeah <laughs> yeah you're right and so then you don't have the nfc east putting out an, a champion that that won six games like you don't have that you yeah. don't have a division that's winning six games and getting uh, into the playoffs Washington football team won seven just saying seven whatever it is you know what i mean like well, whoever's going to win those divisions is going to have to be above 500 yeah. right and so so my thought is and people are like oh no it'd be too hard to make the to make to make schedules it wouldn't think about this four divisions right four 17 game season it would be better if they lifted a 16 game season but they're going to the 17 games whatever we're just going to work with what we got you have seven games the reason i say it would be easier if they lifted at 16 you have seven games against your division oh oh oh, oh, oh. right uh oh papa i be you hear good yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you have seven games against your division, right? So if it was still 16, we're just going to uh, imagine with me that it was still 16. You're going to have seven games against your division. Mm-hmm. You need to make up nine games to get to 16. You have three other divisions. Pick three teams from each division, play them. You're at a there 16 game season plus a bye week. So that's 17 weeks. So, and then you get a bye. You know what I'm saying? And then you do that. And, and, and so, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know if they've ever kicked this around, but in my head, I'm like, I just fixed the NFL. You fixed it. Holy crap. We <laughs> no, just fixed like the that. NFL on the podcast. I like that. We did it. Oh, Adam shoot. Silver, I hope you're listening. That's the NBA. But and uh, 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 uh Roger Goodell, I hope Roger you're listening. Goodell. And we'll take our paycheck. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. You don't even have to pay it straight to me. You can pay off my student loans. That's um, what I'm saying. <laughs> pay off pay off my student loans and pay off my wife's student loans and my wife's car. Yeah. Um, because because my student loans are paid. 
So so pay oh, off man. those two things and you know cut me a check for you know a smooth two hundred grand. I'm good. I'm chill. Ooh, dang, you said two hundred grand. Well, I mean, yeah. you did fix the NFL, and they're gonna yeah. make they're gonna make a lot more money. Yeah, they're gonna that. make Buku money. Yeah, I'm not asking for ownership. I'm just asking for a little bit of off the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, hey, NFL, don't you know, don't even. I don't even have to see any of that money. Buy me a house, pay off my student loans. So you do have to see some of that money, just not not the in cash. a physical check form. <laughs> But no, write but, it off. Like, write it off. But that's what I've thought about. Like, what if we just did away with conferences and leagues and all of this? Stuff? The only place it wouldn't work is college. <laughs> that's the only place oh, that oh, that yeah. wouldn't work. We can't fix college on this episode. There's there's a hundred and there's like oh. hundred and twenty something teams. No way. You know what I mean? But in the NFL, in the in the NBA, in the MLB, do away with these things. Keep your divisions. Merge some divisions if you got to. Right. Because every single in the NBA, the conferences match each other as far as the divisions. You got the Southwest Division, you got the Northwest Division, you got blah, blah, blah. Merge them. Yeah. Merge them. <laughs> Merge All right, em. fans, we got to get out of here. We yes. said we wasn't going to be long. I know. Sorry. I got to rambling about this because I, I love it. It's okay. It's all right. It's, 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 it's good. Um, team, uh, not teams, fans, do you think that we should get away, do away with conferences? Or merge the conferences. Um, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think we should do? Am I crazy? Um, is he crazy? He could be. Or fans, can you not handle the truth? Which one is it? You can't handle the truth. Can't handle it. Anyway, here's the thing, fans. I think the next question should be, um, should there be an extra team added to the NFL or the NBA, and we'll answer that next week. People are talking. People have talked about like the Supersonics coming oh, back. I or, want them. I want them. You know, like how does that throw things off? If they add one, if they add one Supersonic team, do they need to add another team to keep the keep the balance? Or what? not if you do away with conferences? <laughs> <laughs> Fixed it. <laughs> All right, fans. Thank y'all for joining us. Uh, yeah fans we love you guys y'all are incredible and uh, let us know if we're crazy let us know if these takes were like or if you're like no i actually i think that'd be fun let us know uh on the instagram at calling underscore all underscore fans um yeah let us know what what you guys think what do y'all want us to talk about y'all want us to talk more baseball we can we can we can figure out some baseball stuff to talk about Look, um, and I know we say that a lot, but y'all haven't let us know. So, so we're just gonna keep talking about what we know and what we love. Uh, I mean, okay, I like baseball, but I don't love it like like I love football and basketball. Anyway, we're not gonna ramble on. We love you guys. Stay biased. Stay fans. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey fans, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.